episode 162 of the Mandarian Orange Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. And I'm Jammin' Janelle Vecchio. You often are Jammin' Janelle. I mean, there's not a lot of J-adjectives. Sure. Juicy? Jubilant. Jubilant. Uh Uh-huh. Just. Yeah. Yeah. G- uh, (laughs) Javelin. Justified. (laughs) Jokey. Anyway, there's not a lot. You're right, but there are some. (laughs) And I'm glad that you used one. (laughs) I'm, I'm glad I did, too. Well, let's uh, let's see. We had a lot of good stuff this week. A lot of exciting this is things. Such a busy week. It's weird how the standard has changed for what a busy week is mm-hmm. these days. But you know what? It was a busy week for these days. For these days, it was. All right. Well, let's get to it. Let's start right off with the news. And now the news. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, wherever you listen to our pod. Also, if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can always email us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. Or, of course, you can use our message button on Facebook, on our Facebook page. Yes. Or Instagram. True. Mandarin Orange Show on Instagram. You can also join our Facebook group, which is a great way to share and talk with other people in the fandom. The fan community. Alright, let's get right down to it here. We yes. had something. The biggest news, the most exciting thing of the week. What do we do Friday night? So we had our first very own Mandarin Orange Show Live. Mandarin Orange Live. Oh, sorry. I messed up the name. It's okay. It's new. We're still like easing into it. But that's the official name is Mandarin Orange Live. Live. And in this one Mold. was subtitled Orange versus Smithy. That's what we called it. Orange yes. versus Smithy. Because we had uh, guest frequent writer inner Ben join us. Yes. We finally played that blockbuster game. Well, we'd played it, but we played it with him. We'd played it before. And uh, it was basically you kind of hosted it. You performed the game. And Ben and I went head to head. And I was soundly trounced, um, as the kids these days are saying. Yes. As hey guys, kids. it has over 500 views on Facebook. So it does have over 500 you views. You need on to Facebook. check it out. We'll get it up on YouTube in case you don't have a Facebook. Well, by this point, it'll be on YouTube. Yeah, time so to hear check it, it so. out on YouTube if you know you weren't able to watch it there. But you know, hilarity ensues. It was a lot of fun. We had a great time with Ben. Ben of the Alan Smithy Film Review Podcast. That's why it was Orange versus Smithy. Yes. Well, anyways, if you want to hear what happens in the blockbuster game challenge, you'll have to watch. Yes, I went head-to-head with Ben, and you'll just have to see. Who knows more specific things about certain types of movie information? It's not really trivia, especially with me at the helm, so... It was was a hoot, we'll (laughs) just say that. So, yeah, you should definitely check that out. And we're going to do more. I yes. want to do them more often than Janelle does, but Janelle wants I to do them once a month. I want to have realistic expectations of our workload. So we're going to look at doing them about once a month, but we may do more. And if there's, you know, outpouring of, of support and people say, no, if we want more, beg, Phil and Janelle. We want more, Phil and Then Janelle. I may be swayed. 
So you guys got to sway Janelle because <laughs> I think it's it's really fun. Um, we'll do some of them will be just you and I. Yeah. Sometimes we, I mean, we may have been back as another guest, but we may also have other guests that come and join mm-hmm. us. You never know. It's the world is our oyster, and we make the live stream rules, so we can do whatever we, we want. We can do whatever we want. So check it out. Definitely watch that. It was a lot of fun, and it's great. Yay! Then on Saturday, speaking of live streams, we did another edition of Potvox Presents. Yes. This one with the band Travelog. And it went fantastical. Yes, we've definitely like ironed out like some of the technical issues that we've had and it went very smoothly and it's like we're professionals it, or something it is like that yes it's like we went to college for this almost <laughs> almost is like that it was uh that one was a lot of fun i highly recommend you check that out too the potvox music facebook page or youtube channel yes. is an easy way to find that i didn't stream it to the group this time our mandarin orange mm-hmm. show group because you didn't want to like Confuse people with yeah. our Mandarin Aaron Warren show live stream. So you're going to have to just go over to so the Potvox music one. It's not that hard to find. It's on YouTube. It's on Facebook. You can figure it's it out. It's everywhere. But it was really, really fun. Good conversation with him. John from Travelog builds all kinds of his own instruments. He's an electrical engineer and a wizard. And it's really fun watching him do his stuff. So highly, yeah, it highly was recommend. Yeah, very entertaining. Also, speaking of live streams, I did another live stream. I watched one of my students from, I had her in second grade in the year 2006, 2007 school year. Your second year of teaching. Second year of teaching. I watched her graduate college last weekend. It was so amazing. She reached out, wrote an email to Janelle asking her, telling her like how wonderful her influence was on her educational journey and she gave you a shout out she gave me a shout out for she didn't mention my guitar playing but she did mention that i used to bring (laughs) mcdonald's to the kids who earned it and she thought that she was just excited to be a part of that super special elite group so she like recognized your amazing (laughs) contribution and and it was was amazing so meaningful i was crying I cried when I saw the email, too. <laughs> and then you watched the... And I will tell you, that is the way to watch a graduation. <laughs> like, live streaming. I mean, I realize at some point we're going to have to go back in person and do things, but... Wow. Like, you know, because you have it muted. It's not like you're you're watching it, but it's not like they can hear you. So, I came in and asked you a question. You're, like, eating food. You're mm, in your pajamas. Stuff in my face. Snap some pictures on the screen when it comes yeah. up, you know, and yeah, and they, I had like such a great view of her. Yeah, I could rewind, I rewound it like a few times. Yeah, to watch her go across, <laughs> and you know, I'm sure that their various presenters and stuff were interesting. But if you don't go to a school and you don't know this, it's people, not as meaningful. It's not. So what was meaningful is seeing her. Yeah. But if you went in person, you'd have to sit quietly and right. quietly through all the other stuff. We didn't have right. to do that. So, best of both worlds. Yeah. So, it's great. But that was really exciting. It was. And she was great. And I'm proud of you. I am proud of her. And it's just great to know that you have an impact. I wrote a post on social media, but I often have said this. Like, as an elementary school teacher, you know, people don't often come back, you know, when they're graduating college and talk to their elementary school teachers and 
we plant the seeds, we don't get to see the harvest usually. And it was nice to see that. So It's not, I don't think that it's, I mean, like, not that our kids don't appreciate their teachers when they're young, but it's really been fascinating as our kids have gotten a little bit older, talking with them about what they remember from when they were littler. Yeah. Because, you know, like, you think now as an adult, like, man, I can't remember before I was however old, right? But, like, they also don't remember that now. Like, when you're really little, yeah, they remember tidbits, and if we come up with, like, big moments, they might, like, remember it, but, like... Stuff when they weren't, like, you know, five years ago, there's stuff they don't remember. Right. Which is so crazy to me. Yeah. I don't know, like, I how mean, the human brain works. really remember much before we were five years old. No, but didn't you just think that kind of was because we were old, like, as you got older? Like, I thought at some point you still remembered that stuff, but... I don't know. I don't ever remember. You know I pride myself on my memory. I know you think you have, like, a perfect memory, <laughs> and then you don't. But you think you do. <laughs> anyway, all I'm saying... the fight segment? <laughs> all I'm saying... It's no fight, I'm right. Uh, all I'm saying is that I think that a part of it is that a lot of, like... A lot of kids... People probably don't remember their teachers from that young. Whether or not... Yeah. You know, you might have, like, a... You remember what their name was or whatever. But you probably don't remember a lot from those classes. Yeah, I don't really... Like, I remember my teacher's name, my kindergarten teacher's name. I remember all my teacher's name. Well, maybe not in junior high and high school, because that, you had, like, multiple teachers. I remember those, for the most part, but I don't remember. I can think of, like, two or three things I remember specifically from kindergarten, but I don't remember much of what it was like, you know? Yeah, I, I I have memories of kindergarten, too. I remember school was hard for me from an early age. I think it's different when you're, when it's very challenging because I do have a lot of memories of like, oh, all these kids finished their uh, math facts way before I did. <laughs> yeah, you know? I mean. And then like they, they had to give me special tests and things like that, but. Well, again, I think those big moments, things yeah. that you remember, like there's there moments and I have a few of those that I remember, but it's not, you don't, it's not like I remember going to college, you mm-hmm. know, and I could tell, like, endless tales of what I remember from that, whereas right. kindergarten, I could sum it up in ten minutes and tell you all the things I remember, you right. know. Anyway, the human mind is an interesting <laughs> thing. So, let's uh, get a dryer update. Well, I've further taken apart the dryer. I've broken it down now to an even smaller... <laughs> Uh, pieces and I, I, I got like the signal tester thing. This will show you how much I don't know about it. You know the little probes, and you touch either side of the thing to measure it. And I started watching a video, and like, there's like thirty different settings on the dial and different things We're to not plug it into. Let Phil electrocute himself. I really thought it was just going to be easy, and it's not. So there's one thing I'm going to try, and then after all that, like taking everything apart. There's a couple of the wheels that, like, the drum actually rotates around on. One of them rotates real smoothly, and the other one is kind of real sticky and doesn't work well. So, the other day, when you went to, what was it, like, Rite Aid you found it at? Well, so, the kids, I asked the kids what they wanted for dinner. They said Dairy Queen, but there's only, like, hot dogs. Yeah, and- it's not like a dinner type of place. <laughs> and... You said panda, so we went with panda because 
you know. I said the place that actually has food. <laughs> you can't get there. So then I'm like, oh, I'll just get, like, Dairy Queen for the kids to, like, go through the drive-thru. It was wrapped around the entire parking lot. It would have taken me an hour to get some ice cream. I'm glad you didn't wait that long. Wait, we need another ice cream shop in this town. So, <laughs> right nearby in the same parking lot, well, or the parking lot next door, is the Rite Aid. So, I'm like, hmm, thrifty ice cream, that's good. So, I went in, grabbed some jugs of thrifty ice cream, and I'm like, oh, Phil needs WD-40. So, I <laughs> I go over to the hardware section, and there's one can. Like, just by itself, like, nothing else near it. So, you so checked I, out at Rite Aid with so three tubs of ice cream even, and a can of WD-40. I didn't even think about it. I, that's why I laugh now, because I'm like, she was kind of, like, looking at me weird. And I was like... Why is she looking? Oh, because I checked out with three jugs of ice cream and a can of WD-40. Oh, and the Marvel Time or Life, what is it? It's Time Magazine's, like, Marvel Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because we're watching through all the Marvel movies. So, that was funny, too. Yeah. She's like, You're having a nice night in? Magazine, three tubs of ice cream, and a can of WD-40. So, my plan is, I'm going to, I haven't done it yet, because we've had all these other things going this weekend, but tomorrow morning, I will grease the wheel, so to speak, (laughs) and try to put it all back together. I'll see if I can figure out how to put it back together. If not, we're getting the new dryer. Yeah, I'll see if it works, because that's it. Like, it's too complicated, and I don't want to electrocute myself, so... Sorry, guys. I, I don't know. We'll see. That's the final step. I'm going to try oiling the wheel. That's it. That's the dryer. All right. Final thing I wanted to give a quick puzzle update because by the time this airs, by the time this goes up. Yes. So, as you guys know, a couple of years ago at Christmas, Janelle got me the uh, giant puzzle table and I put together mm-hmm. my 7,500 piece puzzle. Ever since then, I've been doing increasingly or decreasingly sized puzzles, smaller and smaller puzzles. So, started with 7,500 pieces, then I did a 5,000 piece, then a 3,000 piece, then a 2,000 piece, I think then 1,500, that 1,000, 750, and then I had a few like random ones. Like, I had a 670 piece one, then a 600 piece one, then like a five. 50 and then a 500 Mm -hmm. a bunch of different ones so i just keep doing smaller and smaller ones generally speaking each one takes less time to do than the previous because the 7500 one took me like a year and three months i think 15 months something like that you know so i've gotten faster and faster well i today or yesterday finished the penultimate puzzle which is a 150-piece puzzle. These last several ones have been like a one-sitting type of thing. Right. But the final one I'm going to do, and I'm going to work on it this week, it's a 100-piece puzzle. I got it at the home that uh, Lucy Maude Montgomery lived at in uh, outside Toronto in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's an Avonlea puzzle, like from the TV show Avonlea. It was still sealed when I got it from years you know years ago but we just got it two summers ago and so i'm gonna put together a 100 piece avonlea puzzle and you're gonna do a um time lapse of me putting yes. it together so Not that's a exciting motion. so we'll do an opening of it because again this is like a sealed puzzle from a long time ago yeah 
then we'll do a time lapse of me putting together. And then it kind of opens it up. Like, I don't have to follow a pattern anymore. I can just do a puzzle I want to do. Because I've been very locked into this rigorous pattern. So I'll have some freedom. Or we could, like, play games and dine on the kitchen table. Well, we play games. We don't play games on that table. Well, that's what we have a card table for. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. I still will keep doing puzzles. And so that's great. <laughs> But anyway, that's the puzzle update. So look for that video. We'll be posting that. Hopefully sometime this week we'll get it up. So, Because it's not going to take me long to put together. That's the whole idea. What if it like takes you so long? You're so challenged by it. With the 100 piece puzzle? <laughs> we'll see. You just I'm, get like stressed under the pressure. I'm not going any smaller than that. Although I realize there's smaller puzzles. <laughs> but the whole point was to build up to the Avonlea one. So... Hmm. That's All right. it. That's the puzzle update. What are we doing? Well, you guys, we have something that's actually really, really exciting. We are going to talk vacation pants. Put on your vacation pants. Like, we're going to talk about our vacation? We're going to talk about an actual <laughs> vacation that we're actually going to take. Yay! So, we kind of talked about this a little before. But we finalized our plans. We booked it. We're all set. We know where we're going to go. And uh, it's very exciting. We're kind of, as you guys know, because Luke hasn't been able and won't be able to by this point get vaccinated, we're doing our very, like, careful where we're we're doing single shot drives so we don't have to go Go into public restrooms. And um, we're staying in places that are contained with an outside entrance, mm-hmm. so you don't have to bring them in through buildings and pass people. And at places that are near natural attractions, so we can go do hikes and outdoor activities. Yeah. And we also bring a lot of activities to do inside, you know, such as video games and books and board games and things. Yes, of course. So tell us about this route that we've got set up here. All right, so I had been eyeing this place... Um, in Point Arena, it's about what, like a nine to ten hour drive. It's a ten hour drive from here, but we're going to do a thing yeah. on the way, though. So we just didn't know how we were going to make it work because the only week that worked was the week before our Lake Tahoe trip. But there was one day in between. So I was like, oh, but I want to do that beach and lake and everything. So we found a way to make it work. Because we can't do a 10-hour drive in one day. Yeah. So we're going to go, um, like, six hours? Yeah, about six hours. And we're going to stay at this little motor lodge in um, Palo Alto. So it's like the Silicon Valley, for those not in the know. And, um, you know, it had really high cleanly standards. It has a kitchen and all that. So, um, and it's the type where you can just pull up right outside And, you know, (laughs) go in the door and you're safe. So we're going to do that. We're going to stay there for two nights because we don't like to stay one night places. We learned if we can help it. We learned our lesson when we did Route 66 from Chicago with a seven month old. And I guess Audrey was uh, two. Yeah. Yeah. We learned our lesson from that, that we should probably 
spend a couple nights there. You know, generally speaking, you get a little more fun out of it if you're not just checking yeah. in and checking out the next day. So then we're going to head up to um, Point Arena. And we got these little cabins. They're, they're very close to what we stayed at when we went to Prince Edward Island. They're these like little tiny yeah, little, cabins. Little bungalow. Yeah, it has a kitchen, has a bedroom, um, and the kids, you know, have the couch bed. <laughs> but this is so, you know, we drive through San Francisco to get up there. Mm hmm. We go up along the coast, past Bodega Bay. Where the birds. Where the birds was shot. Um, Alfred Hitchcock. And then it's about exactly halfway between that and Mendocino, which is a little bit bigger town up north. So it's this tiny little town. The place says that they don't have like internet. very good internet. Well, they don't. Internet's not included. You can pay for it. But even if you do, it's not great. Cell phone service is even in question. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of in the middle of nowhere. It'll but it's be on nice. this beautiful, like, rocky cliffs. Coastline. Coastline. It's right there. I mean, you can walk just a little bit across to go see the coast. There's a very little town. There's not even a grocery store in town. You yeah. have to drive somewhere We're to get make, a grocery store. You have to get groceries before. And unlike. Southern California beaches, the beaches we've been to these, there's a couple we've been to before are empty. Like yeah. we were the only ones there. So the water's colder and you know. Yeah, but there's you have the place to yourself. <laughs> you have it to it's yourself. And um, so that's going to be really great. And we got a super good deal because, yeah. you know, I find the secret. deals. Yes. <laughs> And then um, we're going to head out to Lake Tahoe area. We found a place by the by a river, like another motor lodge type place. And that one we are going to have to do one night, but that's just the way it worked that out. That way it worked out. And then we're going to go to, uh, we got like a two-bedroom villa by Lake Tahoe. It's like in the desert behind Lake Tahoe. Yeah, so High we'll, desert. when we're ready to go hiking and do adventuring there, we'll just drive up Drive into- up into the lake. But we're also um, going to do a lot of holing up and enjoying the room yes, as well. Yes, because so. this one, that one in particular is nice. It has a washer and dryer too, so we we in the unit, so we don't have to like pack for, you know, as long as we're going to be gone. And then we're going to finish up with um, Mammoth. Yeah, a few nights Mammoth in Mammoth, Lakes. California. We um, just like in the Sierras, also. Yeah. Kind of by Yosemite. And we took the kids there when they were little. They don't really remember, which is... That's how we were talking about this. Yeah, like... They don't have many memories of when we went there because they were, they were like so three little. and five, I want to say. Yeah. And they don't, about right. they don't... I mean, like, they remember... When we told them some stories, they remembered a few bits about it, but not much. Not much. So a lot of great hiking and outdoor adventures there as well. And, yeah, so we're going to be, like, traveling... For, like, almost three weeks. Which is so great. This is by far the most that we've done, so. Yeah. So it's exciting. This is, like, we did the spring break trip. That was the seven-nighter, so. Yeah. It's a little longer. And it's going to be a similar type of thing. Again, we're being very extremely overly cautious for yep. Luke's sake, but. It's, uh, it's going to be great. Yeah, I made sure that all these pl- I even called... And said, like, could you put us on the first floor? You know, so we don't even have have to go. That outside entrance, yeah. Yeah, so we're being super careful, and I'm gonna go in and sanitize, like, the doorknobs and the, you know, 
uh, any touch services and you know i even have sanitizer for the sheets i have this fabric sanitizer <laughs> um so yeah i mean we we're gonna be safe so yeah that's vacation pants yay it's we got happening. to do it I mean, it's not till july so we got a while still but yes it's exciting all right well i said something exciting was happening and that was very exciting but we have something else Maybe equally exciting to talk about. I don't know. I mean, you tell me. What do you think, Janelle? A new game? We have a new game to play, you guys. It's time for Name That Actor. Name That Actor. That was such an interesting I know. Don't you really like jingle. my new thing that I made? Mm-hmm. You, you definitely do. All right, so we have a new game, you guys. I was inspired the other day to, uh, where was I? Probably it was in the shower. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, it's like an isolated thinking box, and I come up with great ideas. You do often do that. Yeah, because, you know, you're, you've, you're focused. There's nothing else. You don't have to, like, really think about, oh, I'm washing my hair now. You yeah. know, you just do it. So then you're like, you know, and it's, everything else is blocked out. So you just focus and think about stuff. And I came up with this idea. So this is what we're going to do. It's called Name That Actor. And we're using actor in the broad sense. This could be male or female, whatever. It's not specific that to that. Got so it. don't, like, you know, get Got hung it. up on that. Could it be a child actor? It's just Name That Actor. Could okay. be anyone. Anyone that's got an IMDb page. And so okay. here's what I'm going to do. I'm looking up someone on, on IMDb. I'm not telling you who it is. But you said you're not going to do super obscure ones. I right. This know. is going to be an actor that you are going to know the name of that I guarantee if I told you certain movies of theirs, you'd immediately know who I'm talking about. Okay. But what I'm going to do is then I will look up the name and I will start telling you some obscure things that they were in. And for each title that I tell you, you get one guess of who it is. And we'll see how many different things I tell you before... You guess. Okay. The right, the correct answer. Play along, guys. All right. Guess along at home. See if you can figure it out. Write to us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. See if you can figure out before I do. Tell us how you did. That's right. Okay. I'm not going to necessarily go in chronological order. I will reserve the right to use both TV credits or film credits. Okay. The first one is The Love Boat. The love boat. So I don't know the names of anybody in the love boat. Huh. I'm going to say Sean Connery. No. That's a good guess, I suppose, but no. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Happy Days. I can't even think of the name of the font. This. <laughs> this is a terrible I game. I promise for me. that you know the name of this person. Um You won't have to like think about the name of the person. Scott Bayo. No. Okay. Taxi. Danny DeVito. No. Ooh, this is good. This is really good. Okay. It's also getting harder because this person is very famous. Let me see. I got to find one that you maybe don't know. Ooh, here we go. Radio Flyer. Gosh, I haven't seen that movie in years. Um, Radio Flyer. 
Um, we need a guess. Uh, Michael Richards. No. All right. Every time we say goodbye. I don't know what that is. Oh. So, um, what's her name? Uh, she was in Jurassic Park. Laura Dern. Nope. All right. So now I'm gonna. Ha- it's gonna start getting more and more obvious because I'm running out of obscure things here. Nothing in common. How? Like I haven't seen that. Though. How have you really? No. Okay. Well, you just gotta make a guess then. Um. Roseanne Barr. No. All right. Let's see. Let's see if there's even anything else I can say that will instantly give it away. All right. All right. How about? Uh, I'm gonna start getting easier and easier now. How about mazes and monsters? I haven't seen that. Really? No. Did you even watch movies in the eighties? Fred Savage. No. Okay. Um, Not really. I watch a lot of Disney Channel. The Bonfire of the Vanities. Oh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yay! Oh, you got it. I mean, that's hard because after this, I'm going like. The Money Pit, I've volunteers. never seen The Bonfire of the Vanities either. It was a very disappointing adaptation. I actually read the book, The Bonfire of the Vanities. I remember you telling me that. And the movie, like, did not capture it at all. Bruce Willis so, was also in So, let's see. That. Tom Hanks was in Taxi? Just one episode. Yeah. Uh, again, I was starting... In with... The Love Boat? He, was he a little boy? Uh, no, that movie was, that show was in the 80s, 1980, he was in it. Oh, I guess, yeah, he was in the He adult. played Sergeant Bull. Oh, no, he played Rick Martin in an episode called Sergeant Bull. Just kidding. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. There you go. That's Name That Actor. Yay, that was fun. I so, think I should do it on you, too. You want to do it right now? No, we'll do it the next episode. We'll take turns. Well, that's perfect. So the next time next you'll do time one for me. I'll do it for you. Okay. Fun. Yay. Good shower game. Well, shower game. Well, you thought of it in the shower. Oh, <laughs> that's right. I just told you about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that, speaking of acting in movies, it's time for movie time. Movie time. So the first movie that we watched is Black Panther. Yes, we're continuing in our Marvel watch through, and we watch Black Panther. Um, we're getting near to the end, or at least to, to current. I know. Um, what do you think of Black Panther? I really enjoyed it so much. I might put it in my top five at the end of all this. You've said that a lot. I know. <laughs> I've said it more than five times. I, I loved it. Like, I, I mean, not that I didn't like it before. Obviously, we enjoyed it when we saw it the first mm-hmm. time. But I don't think I've rewatched it since. No, I haven't. I feel like I watched, like, a chunk of it somewhere. Like, it was on TV. I don't know. Maybe Well, like, it's two funny because I remember watching the chunk where the guy takes the, um, the verb, ver, what is it called? 
Verbonium. Verbonium. The vibranium. The verbonium. Vibranium. From the museum. (sighs) Yeah. I saw that scene, so I'm thinking we watched, like, maybe we watched a clip of it when we were. I feel like it was on TV in a hotel or something, like on HBO or something. Well, it would have had to be, like, this last trip. Yeah. Because we haven't been. Well, it came out in 2018. Yeah, but it was like recent. I have a recent memory. Well, it must have been. I because I'm pretty sure we did. I'm pretty sure we watched, but not all of it. Anyway. Anyway, I think it's really good. I'll tell you, it's. Uh, it definitely carries more weight than a lot of the Marvel movies do. It's mm-hmm. it's one that makes you think. Like, the bad guy has like some amazingly, you know, pertinent points. Minions. He's definitely a bad guy in a lot of ways from the stuff he does in the movies, but. He's not wrong about a lot of stuff, and there's just a lot of like heavy, deep issues that it addresses. And I don't think that every Marvel movie, every superhero movie, has to be that way. Right. There's definitely room for a Thor Ragnarok where you just laugh a lot. I didn't really <laughs> think about social issues when Thor and Hulk were beating right. each other up, but it's there's it's also great that Marvel's able to do so many different things Layers. within the same universe and. Man, like, Killmonger is an amazing bad guy. Mm-hmm. I really think Claw is a great bad guy, too. Yeah. Uh, Andy Serkis is really funny, and uh, I don't know, he, he's great. But Killmonger is a fascinating character. Yeah. And even at the end, you're still not 100% sure they really handled them right. Right. I mean, like, the characters in the movie, like, was justice served? I don't know. Yeah. Because it's... Kind of, they left him there. Yeah. There are some good discussions with the kids afterwards, too. So, I mean, obviously people have heard of Black Panther. It's like one of the highest grossing movies of all times. It's not like we're (laughs) casting a, you know, fresh vision or anything like that. But it's really good. It was great. So, if you haven't watched it. What's next? Man. Next, we're at Avengers Infinity War. Oh. Yeah. So. All right. Can't wait. It's, oh, it's good. And then, though, outside of our Marvel movies, we watched something like you were going to tell us here. What, what did we do? Yes, yeah, so we continued our working out to bad movies. So we um, like to make commentary on it while we work out. Gets us through. Um, and it was called The Christmas That Almost Wasn't. Almost wasn't. Almost wasn't. It was a musical <laughs> with some of the weirdest, worst songs ever. It was, like, ever. dubbed over. Yeah, it was an Italian production, and they, like, lip-synced. I read, like, some of the stories behind it. They lip-synced all the dialogue, or, you know, they, like, mouthed the words in English, and then someone dubbed it over it. Um we chose this one in particular because there's a Mystery Science Theater 3000, and so that we like to watch like the it. movie first mm-hmm. and then watch the MST3K version. See what jokes we do the same. And they definitely, because we watched them both this week, and we said quite a few of the same jokes they did, although they always just go to the next level with it. Yeah. It's great. It um, was so bizarre. So it's basically, the premise is Santa can't pay his landlord rent and the landlord hates children so he's going to cancel christmas and so santa has to go and find a lawyer to help him a lawyer a really bad lawyer because the lawyer um doesn't really 
lawyer very well. Yeah, there was very little lawyering at he all. He said he, the reason he's not a rich lawyer is because he doesn't bill his clients. And really, he worked as a janitor? He worked as a janitor at a department store. And Santa has to get a job at a department store as a department store Santa. So really, it's the story of the, it's the origin story of the department store Santa. <laughs> yeah. With some of the weirdest songs, like... And they just kind of repeat the same words. Yeah. Oh, and the bad guy, they called him a zillionaire. <laughs> but his house was a room, and it was covered in cobwebs and dust. Like tons of spiders. Like his bed. It shows him in his bed, and he climbs in, and spider webs are all over him. Yeah. But they say he's a zillionaire. <laughs> and he has this, like, lurch butler who has, yeah. like... Like a vampire almost. Vampire butler. But he's not really a vampire. Just no, but like, he just like looks like him. Right. And he has a great dame that he has chained up outside his tiny zillionaire house. Also, there's like a nine-year-old kid with a mustache. <laughs> yes. that, like a thick mustache. Yeah, like it, enough so that we made the joke and the people in MST3K made the joke. Like, whoa, nice mustache kid. <laughs> it's, it's so weird. And then like... There was a lot about the bed, the bedpan. Is that what it's called? Yes. The bedpan with little kids pulling their bedpan out. I mean, a lot of that was jokes that MST3K made, but still, it showed a lot of bedpan action. It was weird. Also, and then, then there was a whole scene with them taking pictures instead of film. Yeah, they did like a, a montage of like a, it was like a slideshow. Of blurry pictures. Of like blurry pictures. It's like they ran out of film at the end of the movie, so they just took pictures of the scene <laughs> instead. And it was so weird. It was so weird. I love it. It was yeah. bizarre. And the the lyrics of the opening song were, This, this is, is the Christmas that almost wasn't, almost wasn't, almost wasn't. Everything is repeated. Think of something. Think of something. Because think of something. Think of they something. They were gonna dub it over, so it was easier. I think the screenwriter was just like, man, if I just cut and paste and like yeah. keep saying the same words over and over again, I'm done in like half the time. Yeah. So it's a fantastically weird movie. I highly recommend you watch it. And the MST3K was really funny as well. Yes. So, man, Ben. Especially, you should watch this one. Yeah, Ben. So, you can watch it on Tubi with commercials. Yeah, it's free on there. And then Mystery Science Theater 3000 is on Netflix. Yep. No commercials. No commercials. The Christmas that almost wasn't. Oh, it's weird. I'll tell you what's not weird, though. Bedtime. Well, I was just going to (laughs) say, doing an episode that's slightly shorter than normal. What? You know, when we first started doing this show, we were aiming for, like, half an hour episodes, and that quickly went away. Yeah, we definitely do an hour or more. Yeah, but I think we're going to bring this one in. We did so much Mandarian Orange Show talking already yeah, this week. Yeah, it's basically, like, if you want more, you can just watch the live. Yeah, exactly. So if you feel like, man, this is, like, 15 minutes shorter than it normally is, or maybe 25, depending on the episode... <laughs> That you can make that up by watching our live stream at the Mandarin Orange Show Facebook. Because that was an hour. Yeah. We were going to do... No, we were going to do half an hour. <laughs> we did an hour. I think we did like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We doubled it. So, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate it. Thank you, Janelle, for co-hosting with me. 
It's so fun. And um, if you guys would like to write to us, ask questions, comments, concerns, tell us how much you would like to hear more often from us as far as live streams go, you can write to us at Show at gmail.com or send us a message on our Facebook page. Yay! And, uh, oh, I almost forgot. This is another important announcement. This coming weekend, again, we've got another live stream. Uh, the band Map is going to be joining us. We had to reschedule from earlier, so we'll be back on this Saturday with Map. So make sure you're there for the Potbox Presents yes. Map live stream. It's going to be really cool. They're really He's really talented. Josh Dooley is the guy from Map, and he's great. So We're doing a lot of Potbox lives because we're, we just had a lot of bookings yeah a lot of great bands that are uh, interested in participating and in fact we added two new ones so after map we've got uh, miss angie is going to do it as well as uh, the enigmatic foe so we got those three and then we just added a couple more uh steven wesley giles who played at blue christmas for us mm-hmm. a couple years ago he's fantastic he was once upon a time in the band called Push Start Wagon, for any of those of you in the know. Um, and then finally, Pacifico, Matthew Schwartz, who's out in Georgia, um, is going to do one. And that he is fantastic as well. So I'm very Yay. excited for those and more artist TBA. That stands for to be announced. Does it? it I does. thought it was Thermal Beach Association. It is. For those nice warm sands. <laughs> so that's it. You guys, thank you so much. Have a wonderful time. And for the Mandarian Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to.